With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. It is time for a special Christmas edition of Rapid Reaction. Happy holidays to Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward in uh, Ohio State. I'm sorry, I have to do it. They just got a gift under the tree. Uh, it has to be done. Berm, uh, what happened here? Uh, Demonte Trainum, the uh, former four-star running back prospect from Akron Hoban in uh, Ohio, who went to Arizona State as a high school senior and played for one year with the Sun Devils as transferring. He entered his name in the transfer portal two weeks ago, and uh, now he's heading back to Ohio and is decided on Ohio State over Michigan and a handful of others. And it's a big win for Ohio State, and it sort of validates, I think, somewhat what Ohio State thought two years ago, which was, this is a player they really like, a person they really like. Ryan Day was very involved in, in Chip's, and that's his nickname, Chip, uh, in, in his recruitment. And they really had a good bond, but it was just a position fit. Uh, and I think Diamante really believed that he he was going to be a running back. That's what he wanted to play. Um, and I think now as you see Ohio State with the success of Steel Chambers, you see what they can do with a, a really twitchy athlete at that extra linebacker spot, especially in Jim Knowles' defense. I think that he sees an opportunity to fit that spot. It's pretty fascinating how this has worked out. And you and I have both got a number of questions about, well, why doesn't Ohio State just pursue a, a true linebacker? Well, they view, they've always viewed him as a linebacker and somebody who has that skill set and the similarities between his situation and, as you mentioned, still Chambers. I mean, they they run pretty deep here. And I think that the part, uh, how successful Steel Chambers has been, and only DeMonte can answer this uh, a little bit later on. Spoiler alert, he's going to be joining us on this rapid reaction, the first of its kind. Uh, on this on this show here, brought to you by Byers Auto, uh, that you know, there's a evidence of guys who can play running back and could have been really good at it, but then uh, moving over to the other side of the football and really succeeding with a lot of the traits that Ohio State's uh, personnel department had seen in them, dating back to their high school recruitment, their initial recruitment. And I understand why guys want to try, uh, you know, their try their hand, uh, keeping the football in their hands and play running back, and and the guy scored 10 touchdowns at Arizona State. He could have continued to do that if he wanted to, uh, but maybe that next ceiling he realized uh, if he's going to get to the NFL level, that may be better suited at the linebacker spot, and Steel Chambers is providing some example that it, it it is challenging, but it might not be as daunting as you think. You know, I think this, Austin, is actually really interesting because there's been a handful of recruitments in the last few years where a player – uh, in Ohio or that Ohio State was very closely tied to ended up going somewhere else. And a lot of times the narrative has been, well, Ohio State liked him in this position. He wanted to play this one. And this gives us an opportunity getting a chance to talk to Chip today to really kind of dive into how much of that is true and how much of it is not. Because I think sometimes that narrative can be overplayed. It could be a situation where he wanted to play running back. I think that does play a large role. Another part is not it that Ohio State maybe didn't start really recruiting him aggressively until a little bit later than he wanted, and so there's some of that in play. But either way, the relationship with the Buckeyes was good, and this is why it's so important more than ever in the transfer portal era that these coaches 
maintain working and positive relationships with kids and, and stay involved because you just never know anymore when things are going to circle back. And um, it's just interesting for a kid from Akron, like I said, he was the number five ranked player in Ohio in the class of 2020. That was a class that Ohio State uh, had Paris Johnson and Darian Henry, who's now left. I mean, that's ironically, if you look at Ohio State in the class of 2020, they only signed three of the top 10 players in Ohio in that class. And that's not because the Buckeyes didn't, you know, they tried and didn't get the other guys. There were a lot, they just simply let a lot of those kids leave the state. Um, and now you're starting to see maybe as, uh, you know, if they come back around. And, uh, and I think it's fascinating just to watch where it goes from here because a guy like Diamante um, has such a high ceiling and, and the opportunity to play for Ohio State early, but also to play three years in Columbus and to develop uh, closer to home. And I think that's part of what's really driving this uh, decision for him. Yeah, we'll see exactly how long it takes for him to make that impact uh, for Ohio State. There's no no way to know for sure. Uh, as Steel Chambers, as I said, made it look pretty easy. Uh, and he had a much shorter window. He went through spring practice at running back before converting over to uh, play linebacker for Al Washington and doing it at a really high level. Well, in this situation for Trainum, you know, he's going to have uh, a full spring potentially here to learn that position and uh, offseason to acclimate and get back, uh, you know, and the swing of things, he has obviously defensive experience, as you mentioned, uh, in high school. So he played both ways and certainly you understand why he took uh, his shot at running back the way he did. But, uh, you know, Ohio State doesn't have room for him in that position. This is clearly a move that's designed to bolster uh, those silver bullets and add even more athleticism. You don't ever turn your back on that. And we uh, look at other positions, um, guys that they may have uh, kicked around we asked about Elias Ricks all the time. Well, it didn't fit and it wasn't Ohio state didn't stop pursuing guys. It could be a clear upgrade. And that's this, when you're talking about bringing in uh, an athlete with these skills, clearly Ohio state sees that as a cultural fit, having recruited him before and an upgrade to the roster overall, or else you wouldn't make this move. Yeah. And it's one of these situations where you see the delineation between the types of transfers there are. Uh, a guy like Jameer Gibbs, a running back from Georgia Tech, who ended up uh, transferring to Alabama. Ohio State would have been more than happy to have Jameer Gibbs if, if he wanted to come in and fight that that fight. But, you know, he wanted to go to Bama. There's a little less depth at running back there. And and believe, crazy as that sounds. Uh, and he's going to stay close to home. So uh, I think the interesting thing right now is that we get an opportunity to talk to Chip and see exactly how this process is going for him and how the, what the transfer portal was really like. So. Um, as you said, this is going to be a first time ever type of deal. So I think we should just bring him on the show. Good idea. All right. We'll be right back with Diamante Trainer. All right. We're welcoming in uh, live from still in Phoenix, I believe, in those Christmas PJs, Diamante Trainer. Uh, he's made his decision and he's coming home. What went into uh, this process for you and, and why is uh, Ohio State now the right choice for the next step in your career? Um, what went into this process for me um, ever since I entered my name into the transfer portal was just finding a place that I can really be comfortable and just know and just know the environment. I knew once upon entering the transfer portal, I didn't want to enter anything new or enter anything with any like suspensions or whatnot. And I just wanted to be comfortable whenever I, wherever I was at. And once I made all my, um, once I set all my goals and what I wanted to do and and how I wanted to, and how I wanted to fit somewhere. Ohio State checked all those boxes. Chip, how important was it the just the relationship that you had pre-existing with Ryan Day? Because I know Ryan was very involved in your recruitment. 
when you were in high school. And now that he's running his program and you can probably feel comfortable that he's going to be there for a while, you know, you know, when he was taking over for you and you were being recruited, it was still sort of new and you didn't know exactly how he was going to look after the Urban Meyer era. How much of that goes into this decision? Um, a lot of it, a lot of it goes into this decision. Um, not even just Coach Day, but the whole staff. Um, with me being very familiar with the whole staff and me um, being down in Columbus a lot of the times when I was being recruited out of high school, just knowing the vibes and just knowing the culture of the program is something I definitely want to be a part of and just to continue on a legacy of winning championships and winning national championships. So that's my goal as a competitor, and that's what I strive for, and that's what I wake up wanting to do every day. Part of that recruitment too, Chip, was that Ohio State viewed you as uh, having the highest, higher ceiling at linebacker. You wanted to try running back, and that worked out pretty well for you over the last two years. I believe 10 touchdowns down there for Arizona State. So you proved that you could do that. Uh, if you're coming back to Ohio State to play linebacker, uh, what's the thought process there? Why does that uh, maybe strike you differently than it did two years ago? Um, just now, just like knowing where I'm at now, um, I think I think two years ago I was a little bit um, anxious, um, be so ready to just give the ball up. So um, I kind of stick to running back. But now when I kind of really on and think on it, like I feel like playing linebacker there or just playing defense there in general will really elevate me, and I'll be able to take it and run with it and be able to really achieve my dreams and well, and then be successful at the next level after that. So. How much of that happens as you watch what, what Steel Chambers did in the last year? You saw, I mean, obviously that's a guy who uh, had about, what, 13 minutes of, of training at linebacker before he got put in and, and, and played very well. Uh, and obviously that sort of athletic profile you guys share is pretty similar. I mean, are you watching that from afar and saying, hey, I can do that? Um, no, honestly, no, because I didn't really, um, I didn't really like watch Ohio State's defense throughout this past season, just because uh, we had our season going on and everything here. Uh, for me, well, once I um, talked with Dan and everybody on the whole coaching staff, it was just um, what was the need on the team. So like me as me as a person I am, I'm just willing to come in and compete where I'm needed and hopefully make an impact. Did you miss Ohio? I did miss Ohio. This weather out here is nice, though. So, um, but <laughs> yeah, I missed Ohio. But my family is out here. My fam my immediate family is out here, so they they love it out here. So I wasn't out here by myself. Now, how much? How how important is it for you to just know that this kind of quest you started in high school is leading you back to a place where I mean, if we're being honest, Chip, a lot of us thought that's where you we're going to end up, right? I mean, all the crystal balls in the world had Diamante train him to, to Ohio State. I mean, is it kind of surreal to take a look at this process now and think about how it's all circled back? No, it definitely is. I feel like not even just then, but now when when I was going through this whole transfer process, it's just clear. It's just like, it's just more clear. Sometimes it's hard to believe that everything happens for a reason and that everything comes back full circle. But um, it was more clear and more evident to me once I um, went through this transfer process. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to get back, get back home, get back working, and be in and be wearing that scarlet gray. One thing is for sure, we know that uh, Diamante Trainum will return to Ohio State or come back to the state of Ohio as the guy with the coolest PJs in all of the world, uh, looking sharp for Christmas. Uh, we appreciate you so much for joining us and talking about your decision. Looking forward to seeing you covering you back here at Ohio State. Uh, Merry Christmas and thanks again. 
Merry Christmas. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Chip. Thank you. Burm, I think you need a set of PJs like uh, Diamante train them there. You think I don't got them? No. Well, I don't know. After that uh, taco sweater, I guess I should know better. Um, That's true. Really, uh, you know, a refreshing perspective. Uh, you can see why Ohio State is, was impressed uh, during the recruiting process and why they thought that he would be uh, a good addition to this room. Uh, certainly seems to understand uh, the situation and, and made a really mature decision here this time to go back to linebacker where he sees uh, himself having a better chance to get to the NFL and, and maybe win a national championship with Ohio State, which frankly uh, was not going to happen at Arizona State. Yeah, and I think, you know, it speaks to a kid understanding the big picture. And at Ohio State right now, yeah, there may be some defensive coaches that stay the same. We still don't know exactly how that's going to play out over these next few weeks as Ohio State has to reshuffle their coaching deck a little bit with Jim Knowles coming in. But whatever coaches are staying or going, Jim Knowles' defense is going to be Jim Knowles' defense. And that means for Diamante Trainum, he's not anywhere behind anyone else. I mean, obviously there's going to be some core football principles that don't change, but he's going to be learning that defense at the same time the rest of the guys are. And I think that as, as a transfer, if you are moving from one program to another, that's the time to do it. When you have basically a wide open uh, avenue to, to getting on the field. And uh, he's a really athletic kid, really explosive uh, athlete that, it, I think people will like the way he plays. He's a violent defensive player, uh, and uh, that's certainly something that Ohio State liked about him in high school at Akron uh, Hoban, and I think that's something Buckeyes fans will really appreciate as they get to see him over the next couple of years. Yeah, he's really, you know, in terms of two years of linebacker reps, that's not going to be the same for him compared to, you know, Cody Simon or Tommy Eichenberg or whatever. Um, you know, he'll have a little bit of adjustment period there, uh, as we talked about before, he gets to go through spring practice. He's moving uh, back across the country. He will be uh, in Columbus from the end of the month, about the same time that Jim Knowles is set to take over when everybody gets back to join those two uh, after the Rose Bowl. So you know, he's got a chance here to maybe catch up quickly. Um, and I think when we, when you evaluate this, Ohio State wasn't necessarily going into the transfer portal thinking that it had to find a starting linebacker. Uh, no, no. what it is, actually, Austin, if we're looking at it from a, a roster perspective, this is a guy who fills the spot vacated by Craig Young, uh, you know, because, again, Chip is not a six foot two, 230-pound linebacker, you know, in the traditional sense. He is a kid that can fill that that bullet spot. The Buckeyes are going to play um, the the four two five type defense still as they move forward, and he's a guy that fits in that bullet uh, extra, you know, hybrid safety linebacker role, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the, and so now that you have the bullet, you have the Jack, you have the Leo, you have, I don't got a bunch of guys out there that are all doing a lot of different things. And he's someone who can do a lot of different things, but he's not going to be called on to be a traditional linebacker, but he hits like one. And that's what the important thing is. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot, as you said, <laughs> we've got to learn about this Jim Knoll system and terminology will be part of that, even for uh, the media, just as it will be for the players that, uh, we'll get to talk to them shortly after the new year, after the Rose Bowl coming up next week. Uh, Ohio State and Utah, of course, will have as much coverage as we can possibly provide you at LettermanRoad.com. This has been Rapid Reaction. It is brought to you by Byers Auto, Ohio State, with a new addition coming in through the transfer portal, Diamante Tranum. We appreciate him for joining us. And for Berm, I am Austin Ward. Uh, Merry Christmas. We will see you all uh, in California. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.